Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Recasted, the podcast promising you it's not the last of its kind. Rounding out our fantasy month adventures meant bringing in at least one book film that one of us actually read this month. Yeah, I did. Yep. So we have the last of our kind, Danielle. Yep. Hi. The valiant knight to slay all the creatures, Hassa. Hey. <laughs> and I'm the bumbling magician, Chris. Okay. Because it's Alan Arkin. Yes, I know. <laughs> Since last episode, we got a glimpse of the magical creature. This time around, we decided to focus on the one-horned horse, or as we call it, the land narwhal. Yep. Okay. The Good land old land narwhal. <laughs> uh, so come with us as we seek out to recast the last unicorn. Yay. And go, because this is your movie. Oh. Well, yeah. I love this movie. This is my favorite movie of all time. Yep. And I finally got to read the book. It's... um. It's the book isn't like the the book and the movie are pretty similar. There's a few things omitted from the book, like um, there's a town, and it's cursed. But I still don't want to put that in because the curse is stupid. I already told Hassa about this curse. So like, there's this town. They're there. They're kind of not aging. They're kind of staying as they are. But they're super wealthy, and like very pos- prosperous. But the thing, what? Am I not close enough to my mic? Okay. Um. <laughs> professionals but the thing is if the curse gets broken then they go back to being like poor and everything shitty so what's wrong with the curse i know that's why it was weird but the castle's cursed as well and was cursed by a witch they get to live forever and have wealth but they don't have children i don't think Eh. so there is a character his name's drin i decided not to just because I don't want to even put this in the movie. I'm kind of glad they left out of the movie. But his his kid is Prince Lear, the one that gets taken. And King Hager just actually goes in town one day. He's like, oh, there's this kid here. I'm going to take him. He's mine now and see if he makes me happy. And he does for a little bit. And that ends pretty quick. Because basically, Henry is just uh, very, very depressed. Yep. Just wants to be happy. Yeah. There's a few little things, too. Like, apparently, no one's supposed to touch the unicorn. Molly Grew does, but no one's supposed to touch her. You don't touch a unicorn. Only maidens no. can. In the movie, you see her get touched several times by yeah. people. Like... Schmendrick touches her butt. I know. Well, when... Hey, he, she, they're walking over the river. He touches mm-hmm. her butt and goes, oh, sorry. Like, he touched mm-hmm. a girl's butt. And in the book, Schmendrick... <laughs> it's a horse. You said he was a dick in the movie, which he kind of is. Schmendrick's yeah. a total dick. A but misogynist he's more, asshole. He's more of a dick in the book, and he gets drunk twice. He gets drunk when they go to this town the first time, and that's how he kind of ends up with the uh, Captain Collie and stuff because he gets like taken off, and he's like making up. He's trying to like make him seem, seem like he's this great magician, but we know he's not really. Mm-hmm. And he gets super drunk, and then the 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 mayor of that town's like, "Oh, if he's the magician, he says he is. We don't need to help him. He'll be fine. He is not fine." And then he gets drunk when he, they actually get into that town, and super drunk, and super it's super embarrassing. And Molly Grew's like, "Keep your voice down. Like, stop." And he's super jealous. He's also jealous of the fact that Molly Grew can touch um, the unicorn. Because I was going to say Lady Amalthea, but she doesn't become that till later. But she can because she's still technically a maiden, even though she's old and gross at this point. But Wow. Well, the thing is, she's supposed wow. to look bad. But the thing is, also, when they start traveling together and they get co- closer to his castle, she starts to, and being around the unicorn, she gets she starts to look prettier and younger and more youthful. And Smedrick starts to look kind of older. And apparently, Smedrick is, like, super, super old, but he's supposed to look young. Because he's so, a magician? Yeah. He's, like, immortal, apparently, in the book. 
And I think it's set in this world because they talk about certain things. There well, can only be one. <laughs> well, the movie even is set obviously set in this world because the butterfly sings rock and roll songs from the era. Yeah. Yes. What was ever popular when this book right? was written. So. Which Peter S. Beagle also helped to write that Lord of the Rings cartoon thing that came out. Yes. That's why the, the animation's kind of similar looking. Well, the, the animation is done by Rankin Bass, the same people who do Frosty the Snowman hmm. and all those hmm. terrible claymation movies from the 1950s. Yes. Terrible claymation movies. I like those movies. Nostalgia, man. Nostalgia. Nostalgia can only go so far. Mr. So, I like Iron Man 1 what did the best. You guys Iron think Man of this, 1 is the best. What did you guys think of this movie? <laughs> you I, Iron Man I'm, 1 was the best. I'm going to go first because obviously I've had to watch this movie at least what twice. Yes. Um, I'm going to get Freya to watch it. You know I, that, right? I don't like this movie. I'm <laughs> <Too bad>. sorry. <laughs> it's not It's not because of like the reasons I don't like Willow or anything like that. I don't outright hate this movie. I just think the like i don't like the animation i don't think it's, it's well done old, though i think the four by three ratio of the ver the dvd version that we watched wasn't made for how the animation was because they cut mm -hmm. faces in half all the time um i i don't think the voice acting is particularly well done other than christopher lee's who really goes into it but like um I lear didn't... jeff bridges does a terrible job mia oh, farrow just mia farrow just sounds whiny the whole time <laughs> Um, but I, I see the potential in this as a, as a cartoon or live action film for young girls. I know that sounds terrible, but like, Hey, don't, don't discriminate. Okay. For no. young kids. Yeah. But like, anybody can like it, this. It is all about the, the, the empowerment of women, right? Cause the Althmalthia, that's how you say her name. Lady Althmalthia. Yeah. She basically represents women however the moment she falls in love with king lear she's like i don't want to be a unicorn anymore i just want to love him which kind of makes it shitty i know but the thing is like i guess it's better described in the book like she's forgetting that she's a unicorn yeah that's the problem yeah. and she doesn't know what's going on she's basically losing her mind she's not supposed to be mortal mm -hmm. she can feel herself dying now yeah she says that but yeah i know it doesn't just doesn't come across because she I just know. sounds panicky and mm. yeah but again i see there's a potential in this and I know why you like it, right? Knowing your tastes. Yeah. So, are you going to post your arm, by the way, when you post it for the podcast? Oh, I guess podcast? I could. My tattoo. Yeah. She has this tattooed <laughs> onto her arm. <laughs> Though she doesn't have the star. Your elf mouthy doesn't have the star around well, her horn. Oh, the, the unicorn? Yeah, but, like, come on. it's That would have faded. I know. You also have as a, as a I also she's, al she's also... What's that side view? Profile. It's profile. profile. Yeah. So she's also purple because white does not show up on skin very well. No, I know. Well, she's kind of purpley white in the moon. Well, she's movie. got purple eyes, and the, the, I always like the part when she's in the carnival at night. I always thought she looked really pretty because her coloring was kind of like this bluey purple, mm -hmm. and she looked all sparkly and pretty okay. and stuff. So. And Chris, I'm assuming this was the first time you ever watched this movie. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't have watched it. Otherwise. I fell asleep twice in this movie. <laughs> I the... don't usually fall asleep during movies. <laughs> I, I gotta agree. The animation needs major updating. Yeah. Its style is... It, yeah. It is... I mean, what is it? 82 came yeah. out? So, so it would have been worked on during the 70s. Yeah. Hence America, Hence America doing, America the doing the music. Yes. But, oh, another thing for well, the book. 
just because probably why there were so many songs in this, there was a lot of singing in the book, little songs that everyone sang. So, so. We'll, we'll talk about the music. Talk about the Damn music it. first. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the story itself just has weird pacing to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it just it didn't flow enough. The characters were, yeah, kind of weird. Uh, like, I don't know, Schmendrick yeah. and all them were just like... Things just happened, and it was, like, weird mm-hmm. to me. I did not pick up it was Alan Arkin. No, because it doesn't sound like him. It does not. I literally thought it was Jeff Bridges doing a terrible accent, and then <laughs> I heard Jeff Bridges later, and I'm like, who's playing Schmen- or Schmendrick? Schmendrick. Yeah, I'm like, who's playing him? And then I looked it up, I'm like, that's where Alan Arkin is. Yeah. But I was like, I could not pick it up, because <laughs> I'm so used to young. old man Alan yeah. Arkin. Well, for me, too, like... Uh, Mommy Fortuna. Mm-hmm. When I first watched it, I'm like, that does not sound like Angela Lansbury. No. I can hear it now, the second time, knowing who that was, because I remember the first mm-hmm. time we watched it, we yeah. just knew she was in it. We didn't know who it was. Yeah. Well, I knew who it was. I thought you didn't. Yes, of course I knew who it was. I've been watching this since I was a little okay, girl. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but Christopher <laughs> I, Lee. Christopher yes. Lee. He gives an amazing performance. Yeah. He always does. So. Yeah. And like I said, I'll say, like his performance definitely makes this movie, because... The anger in his voice matches the character's motions mm-hmm. and everything. Like, he really comes across as this depressed king, and he does it very, very well. But maybe they explain in the book where does the Red Bull come from? That's never explained. He just has a Red Bull. He just has this magical but Red it, it, Bull. It but... gives you wings. Ah. But the way the Red Bulls explain the book's kind of cool. So when they actually go into the cave, they said that. The light from the Red Bull is so hot that even though their eyes are closed, it's burning through their eyes to the back of their heads. That sounds painful. Yes. (laughs) But no, they never explain where he comes from. Just he has him. He has this Red Bull. Uh, Yeah. Because like he even talks to, he even says like, I talked to the Red Bull and we made a deal about getting me the unicorns. It's like, wait a minute. You talked to him? (laughs) (sighs) He had a chat. It's a really cool guy. You get to know him. Sat down, had a mead. Had a mead. (laughs) The ending... Maybe not quite the the ending, but like the fight. I don't know. It just it felt where Lear just got hit and went down. Where Lear gets hit, goes down, and then it's like, all right, now I'm gonna actually stand up to you. And then it just like goes, oh shit. Okay, into the water I go. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know if that's what was in the book. It was, it was just kind of like blah. It was explained that she finally felt the courage to actually overcome stand up which, to him. Yeah. What I was assuming was yeah. happening, but at the same time, I'm like. Oh, yay. He died? He did die. She brought him back. And now... Did she? I didn't catch that at all. (laughs) That's why you don't touch a unicorn. She's super magical. Super magical. Yeah. Yeah, not a big fan of this movie. I'm sorry. (laughs) Can I talk about the music now? You go ahead. (laughs) The music, I swear, we were discussing this before the podcast, reminded me of the Family Guy episode where they run into Randy (laughs) Newman and he sings everything that he sees. That's exactly what was happening in this. Yeah, it kind of was. Like, there's the unicorn. There's the narwhal. There's a giraffe. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) There was no giraffe, by the way, but it just, it it bugged me every time they started singing. And I was like, oh, my goodness. It was, sorry, it was cringeworthy. It was. I just like, no, stop singing. Yeah. And then Jeff Bridges, don't sing. No. Jeff Bridges is not He's a, a terrible singer, singer right? He's a terrible singer. <laughs> yeah. Definitely but a product of its time. It yes. is. I agree. But there like, is... For, for the Jeff Bridges yeah. song, I don't know why they didn't just get America to do it. 
Yeah, they could have totally like, done it like that. They didn't have to sound like him. They do no. that all the time, right? Yeah. I, I yeah. I was going to say, I do agree with you. I think there's a lot of potential here. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of updating that needs to happen to it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, for me, is I also see a lot of love for this movie. I, because yeah. I walk around with a woman who has got a tattooed on her arm, <laughs> we, we come across a lot of people who recognize it. Oh, yeah. They just, hmm. it's definitely, they've never heard of it, or if they recognize yeah. it, they, they love that movie. Exactly. Like, I love that movie. So I haven't a, seen it since I was there's, a kid. There's blah, blah, definitely blah. a lot of that cult love for this film out there. Well, that'd be like if you saw somebody that had Fievel from Fievel, you yeah. know, Fievel Goes West or yeah, American Tale. American Tales. But if I saw somebody or any with of the Fievel other Goes sequels West. that apparently exist. Oh, we don't Look know. it up. No, there's yeah, a lot of them. They're probably terrible. <laughs> but, like, certain people would be like, holy crap, it's Fievel. Yeah. And some people would be like, Meh, you got a mouse. See, for me, that touchstone is uh, Return to Oz. Yeah. Like, from when I was a kid, it's one of those, it's not as obscure as Last Unicorn, but when I talk to people about it, they either have no idea what the hell I'm talking yeah. about, or absolutely love that movie. There's no middle. <laughs> There's no real middle in those people, right? Or, or it terrify them as a child, because, you know. The Wheelers? The wheelers yeah. or the woman who moves oh, her head heads. to I have had interchangeable nightmares. heads. I had nightmares about those heads. <laughs> I love that character. <sighs> I love that movie. We should do that movie one day. They're definitely never remaking that movie. No, but that's a series, oh, be so too. so cool, though. No, it's not. It's a book series. Yeah, Sorry. so? So was The Wizard of Oz. We did that. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but then would we not have to choose the same Dorothy? For they didn't. They even chose a clearly younger Dorothy. Yes. <laughs> For the bulk. I'm trying to think of yeah. whatever from the craft that was yeah. her. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's any like obscure movies that from your childhood. Yeah. There's another one. Um, most people, hopefully, there's someone listening to this who not, knows of this. Okay. Bear with me. This takes a little bit of explaining. Okay. There was an anti-drug PSA that I used to watch as a kid. So it had the Ninja Turtles, the mm-hmm. Muppet Babies. Had all these animated things in I remember it. That. Do you remember this? I think so. I, all the, all, I swear to God, used to rent this as a kid because <laughs> I thought it was cool. And it had all these cartoon characters from when I was a childhood in it telling this one kid going through this journey about whether or not he wanted to do drugs or not. Telling him how bad it was. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was awesome. Totally did not stop me from doing drugs. <laughs> But now you're on drugs watching it going, this is amazing. I would love that. I should look it up one day. I've never actually searched for it, but it just... I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, I always... I have these very, very fond memories of this stupid thing. But then again, I also used to stay up at like three in the morning and watch Muppet Babies on TV. Because it was on at three in the morning for some Wait, reason. Like now when you no no <laughs> when, I was, when you're on drugs when I was or... a teenager so twelve thirteen. Okay, we have a child. You better not be doing drugs still. Not unless without your permission. <laughs> but when was the last time I I had did drugs? It was a while ago, and I went to bed too early to even feel anything. <laughs> well, All right, pot <laughs> is legal in this country. It yes. is. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so I'm assuming there's going to be some big changes to this film. Is it because I put my hands together? <laughs> Let's move on. Let's from move the, on from the drugs. From the maybe legal, maybe illegal drugs. Um, I'm assuming we're going to change this movie quite a bit. I'm going to change mine somewhat, yeah. So, do you want to go last because it's your favorite film? Sure. Or do you want to go first? Sure. Sure to, sure no, to I'll, what? No, I'll go last. Okay, Chris? I know you guys are going to probably really change it. 
All right. <laughs> God. Live action. Mine's, mine's live yeah, action. Yeah, I am going to do live yeah. action. They've gotta, always talked about doing it live action. Gotta go live action. I think I may have changed Molly Grew a little bit. Because you said she was older, right? Or she's portrayed as older. She's like... I was she's, to, not, she's basically our age, but she looks a lot older than she should be. I was trying to be. figure out how old she was. She's she's had some rough years. All right. That's why she's so upset. Yeah, that she's she's Obi Wan on Tatooine. <gasps> yeah, basically. Nice. <laughs> how are you, thirty <laughs> five? <laughs> sand gets everywhere. It's all that sand. Like, yeah, I think make the story more coherent to some degree. It just seemed a little mishmashy at times. I don't know. It might have just been me well, watching that, it and falling I th- asleep. I think that would just that would just get solved by doing a remake. Like you'd you'd want to you can make it, make it more. more more of an obviously modern movie by making it a modern movie, right? Can we take out the creepy tree thing? The boob tree that kind of looks like a penis and balls. The, <laughs> the boob tree. So I didn't either. So for me, the boob tree. When he got tied to it, I'm like, why does that tree look like a penis and balls? I thought Thank it... you. I was like, I didn't even notice on? that until he said that. I just noticed the boobs. And this this happens in the book. And then it came to life, and I'm like, well, now it looks like a penis and boobs. Uh. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with Hassan on this. <laughs> it exactly looked like that. And I'm like, what's going on? And then they like curving a little to the left. Like, like, oh. They tied him around, like, weirdly yeah. around, yeah. and... Uh, so, also in the book, so it's even worse than that. So, when he first gets tied up to it, because Captain Collie's really upset. He's like, I'm the original Robin Hood. We're the mm-hmm. real ones. He sits there all night telling him story after story as, like, torture. And then it's, he keeps falling asleep as he's telling these stories. And that's when he enchants the tree and tries to actually escape. And the tree falls in love with him. Okay. That's why I think they tried to make it look like boobs. Because it was... <laughs> but yes, now that you've said it, all I can see is a, an erect penis. Uh, I wouldn't say erect. <laughs> a chubby? Chubby. Half, half an, a halfer. God. This movie... This, this, this episode for kids. I'm so glad that we're talking about my favorite movie okay. and drugs and You You gen- wanted to do genitalia. this movie. Okay. Last thing that I would really change is kind of the ending. Not like significantly change it but like don't just have Lear stand in front of it also why did it this dude slayed a dragon why didn't he Many have his dragons. sword what he didn't have his sword well didn't he have it and then it burnt out of his hand no he never had it or what am i thinking of someone else it might have i thought he had a sword and then it like am i thinking of someone else god i've been watching too many shows yeah, recently. He, he, he never had it like no. when he went up to the bull, he didn't even have it. I like it wasn't no, even in his he, scabbard. I thought it was. I just think he just stood up to it. Yeah, whatever. Still didn't work. But I want to see him try to fight it, and because he loves her and wants to protect yeah. her. Yeah, but then yeah, let's get some gore in there. That's horn through the chest, <laughs> thrown off to the side. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, <laughs> I just want a more. I want a more epic ending. Yeah. So. And this was just kind of a blah ending. Mm-hmm. But then I think that's the limitations of the animation of the time. Also, they probably made it for children. They did. Well, that too. Yeah. I want this to be a little more older. Yes, I think children can also handle a little bit more They definitely violence can. Mm-hmm. now. Yeah. They could back then. They just didn't show it. Well, yeah, they're trying to keep well, the kids safe. That's why things like Dark things Crystal like and The Labyrinth and Return to Oz were around they're, they're children mm-hmm. they didn't but they yeah. creep the crap out of you yeah 
Okay, so for mine, are you done? Sorry, I didn't know. You just trailed off. I figured. Yeah, no, done. I'm done. Okay. Um, so obviously live action. Um, I do want mine darker. Mm-hmm. Um, more akin to how Legend was. Mm-hmm. Right, because Legend had this this great darkness, but the unicorn was this beacon of light in this dark world, which I kind of want to keep in this. Right. Because I think, like, have her forest be beautiful and all that stuff, but, like, the world around her being gross and, you know, outside of what she knows, right? Because you kind of want Elfmalthia, which is just a mouthful. Elfmalthia. Um, <laughs> I want her and I want the unicorn to be these beacons of hope and these beacons of light in a shitty world, which is why, not Lear, uh, Haggard is so depressed because he lives in this shitty world. Right? He doesn't have beauty in his life. He lives in a shitty castle mm-hmm. on a shitty cliff. <laughs> Which sucks, because he took away the beauty by taking away the unicorns, because yeah. they keep their forest green and lush, but exactly. that, that, a lot of he stuff started dying. But the thing is, he wanted it all to himself. I know. He's greedy. Yeah. Um, I think there should be a reason why he's sad, like, even if it's just a dead wife, right? No, he's just nothing can satisfy him. Yeah, he's I know. Happy. Like, that's but... why it's kind of shitty, like. Oh, I thought it was kind of like he saw them at once, and it oh, was like, oh, he, it's the beauty of this, and then he could never see beauty well, he, like that again. And he, he did kind like, of explain that. He said when he first saw one, hmm. he, he felt like he was going to die. Yeah, he yeah. said, yeah, so he tried to collect them so that he could get that again, but yeah. anyway. Because it's the only thing that someone make, makes him happy is seeing them in his yeah. ocean. And I, I know this isn't a good example, but I also kind of want it to look like Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. Because mm. it kind of had that, like, as not as good a movie as that was... That's the kind of look that like this is the kind of look I like from my fantasy stuff mm-hmm. where it is dark and twisted and creepy, but there are these shining things of hope and love that transcend all of that, which I think is what unicorns are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know why I'm holding a tiny unicorn in my hand. <laughs> a tiny unicorn. I would totally have a tiny <laughs> unicorn if I could. Um, but yeah, so that's how I want it. Though, I'm going to talk about something... Oh, that yeah. I think would be fun. I got so mad at him for this. <laughs> the reason I didn't do this was because Danielle got super mad at me for this. But <laughs> Even the, though Chris my, is going to love it. My first thought... Jack Black. Kind of. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my first thought was doing this as a heavy metal universe. But then it would just be heavy metal. Because, yes. you know, with... <laughs> and you get, Meta- right. you get Metallica to do the music. And you have it like... <clears throat> if anybody remembers, remembers Brutal Legend... The video which game, was Jack Black. which was Jack Black, kind of that thing where it's this, it's all inspired by these 80s and 90s album covers of metal bands and to have this crazy dark world. So for that, you would need animation. You couldn't do that live yeah. action. Um, but yeah, I, I thought about doing it that, but then my, then Nell got mad, mad at me. But if you think about it, you're changing it so much. It's not really no, no, what it I is know, anymore. But that would be epic. Yes, it would there be are epic. so many, and because I've been listening to a lot of like rock and metal, mm-hmm. but like I've been listening to like Viking metal, and and it would also yes, Viking metal, and it would also pertain. Why to... Why are you going through your teen years now? It no, would also I go per... in waves. It would also pertain to Christopher Lee, <laughs> who had a metal band later yes, in I life. Know, right? I know, like, so... Christopher Lee is which awesome. Is, which is with his son. I don't remember. I don't know. He just really liked the music and yeah. really got into it. Yeah, which is. One of the, the reason I thought of it actually was when Christopher Lee started talking. I'm like, 
my brain just exploded <laughs> with this awesome dark what if it metal was his, universe. His metal band before he passed. That yeah. would be awesome. Yeah. Yes. So. Or just like one really good metal song. Yeah. Like the bull coming out. It's just like yeah. Metallica cool. riffs start going. Yeah. And like. Yeah. Angus anyway. Young comes out. ACDC's playing. Well, well thing this is, is this is a good. I, I like it. It's I, a rock I, ballad I, now. I, I would do it like they did in the with the, with the game. I would have people like Ozzy. Ozzy's still alive, right? Uh, and, you know, like they would do the voices, Ozzy Osbourne? right? Yes, he's still alive. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's coherent, but he's still alive. <laughs> well, just because he did a voice, that was the first person I thought yeah. of. But like, you get James Hetfield to do a voice. You get um, uh, the lead singer from Judas Priest. No, <laughs> can I think of this? Um, him to do a voice. You get yeah. other like huge rock musicians. You'd probably get other people who are fans and stuff. Dave Grohl mm-hmm. could probably do a voice in there somewhere. That'd you be know. cool. Yeah, but. But, That's yes. not my movie. It's not his movie. I did pick a band, though. Oh, did you? Yeah. I was wondering if you were going to do Journey? that. No. No, I picked a good band, That would Chris. work. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just um, Oddly enough, I picked a band before knowing exactly who America was. <laughs> um, I, I thought they had done this song, but they didn't, but it still works. Hmm. I picked Weezer okay. because of their cover of africa by toto forgetting which band was which <laughs> weezer yes toto yeah. wrote africa yeah. weezer yeah. Did, yeah, yeah. did a cover of that which had weird al in the music video yeah, yeah. Cool. but still i think weezer could do a good job because they do kind of sound like america hmm. but i think they should do new music because again their music the music in this was very story-like mm-hmm. and relied a lot on the visuals of the movie i just want it to be the music by weezer because Weezer's good. Hmm. Hmm. How do you want to change it, Danielle? Okay. I want to keep it fairly the same, but no. I just think it needs to be updated. Yes. I, I know people like me would be like excited and be like, oh, and probably be upset with some of the changes, but like the things that the butterfly says are so, like, I don't even know some of those references. Completely annoying? Yes, and I don't know a lot of the references, so I want that to be rewritten and more modern and like so that we understand yeah. kind of what the butterfly is saying and i don't want her to be this helpless like yeah she's kind of like helpless person i just want her going insane more like and i don't even care if she she doesn't even have to fall in love with prince Lear. prince Lear can fall in love with her because she's a unicorn that's kind of she almost like puts a spell on him in that way that's kind of mm-hmm. how it's described like so he can't I help felt it I was know, it was he was entranced by her yeah that's kind of what it is it's like holy crap this thing is beautiful she, yes so he kind of can't help himself but she doesn't ever have to feel that way she can feel like love for him in the way that she's happy that he protects her and stuff but she just i, I just want her going mad because she's not supposed to be human okay. ever how do you how do you describe mad though like cackling mad or like Jack like, Nicholson in The Shining Man. I don't know, just upset. <laughs> okay. And, well, like show you, it, show it. Better. When you realize who I've cast, you'll kind of get it. Okay. Um, and also in like the book too, like she, cause she's a, came from like being a unicorn. Like when mm-hmm. she cries, she can't cry tears because unicorns can't cry tears. It's really weird. What? Phoenixes can. So they she kind of like goes. She runs off and cries nah, a lot. Nah, 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 she nah, cries nah, nah, a lot in the book and she runs <laughs> off and she's just kind of like whining, but no tears <laughs> come out. Yeah. Stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Shall we get to the cast lists? We're already sure. a half an hour into this I podcast. Know. I just realized I missed oh, I a don't, cast. I don't have the director. You? So I just uh, 
I picked a director. I didn't. But oh. well, the directors were Rankin Bass, Jules Bass, and Alan Arthur. Sorry, Arthur Rankin Jr. Tim Burton. This movie. That'd be cool. Okay. But... Is it because I said Alice in Wonderland? Yes. Okay. Did you actually pick that? No. Oh. <laughs> but I could see him doing it. Yeah. Okay, that'd be ha- cool. Have you noticed that the picture they have for the cover has a fold in the middle of it? Yes. On oh, IMDb. Like that's probably all they could find. That's probably all they could find. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure one, the one of the posters I'm getting. That's that one has yeah. the fold in the middle because I don't really? think anyone has the original. No. Yeah, my box um, set, like box, was totally ruined. Uh, came out November nineteenth, nineteen eighty-two. Um, odd. I was surprised at this, to be honest, because of how I feel about this movie. But the tomato score for this movie is really high. Critics seventy-one percent and audiences eighty-six <laughs> percent. Like I would expect the critics to be lower and the fan to be higher, but yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. I think it's just because that cult following. Possibly. You have a director? Yes. So it's he's not my favorite director or anything, but I know he likes to do fantasy stuff. You're going to laugh at me. Okay. Um, but I picked <sighs> Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I just recently <laughs> watched The Murder on Orient Express. Like, Branagh. Kind of... No. So Branagh. Branagh. Yeah. So I, yeah, I picked him because he kind of is fantasy and... I don't want to. We we tend to keep picking the same directors and mm. stuff. So that's why we don't always pick them. Because the directors, especially, there's a lot of those directors that are. Hey, this is a TV director that went to a movie or whatever. Oh. Like, there's a lot of no name directors out there. I know. Where it's just too much hassle. And I also kind of just did this for fun. And I know he likes fantasy, and he yeah. seems to do like this kind of stuff. And watching the murder on the Orient Express, some of the shots he did for that was really cool. So it's an amazingly well done movie. Plus, mm-hmm. I'm also going to put him in the movie because that's what he does. He is going to be a character in here at some point. We we really should do... Well, we could probably do that for a month. What? We could do Shakespeare adaptations. That'd be cool. Because he did a version of Much Ado About Nothing hmm. that is just awesome. Has like Michael Keaton and Denzel Washington, and it's just really, really good. Uh, Emma Thompson, some great, great actors in it. Yeah. So, Kenneth Branagh is awesome. Yeah. Thanks. And I can't wait to see him in Tenant. He's in that too? Yeah. I really want to see that movie. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> looks okay. so good. Okay. So, you have some other people from no. the book, don't no, you? No, no. Oh, no? Okay. I said I could have cast her in, but I don't, I don't want to put that curse in, that stupid curse in okay. there. So, it's whoever I gave you on that list, that's who I want. Perfect. Okay. And I cut out people who I didn't think were important. We'll start with the butterfly. Uh, butterfly. The butterfly no originally vo- the butterfly. voiced by Robert Klein, whose name I remember for something. He definitely did a lot of rom coms. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> um. I need, wait, I need to see a picture of this guy. I've definitely seen him in stuff. Probably, yeah. Um, but yeah, Robert Klein was the was the butterfly. Uh, who wants to go first? Well, we should have. Danielle end. Sure. So, Chris, do you want to go, and then I'll go, and then Danielle go? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, for the butterfly... Nobody suspects the butterfly. <laughs> no, never does. I wanted... Because he, he pretty much talks in songs, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wanted somebody that was a singer. I went with Eric Clapton. Cool. <laughs> Why not? I, yeah, it works. He's definitely been in things. He, he's in... Every so often, he pops up in a movie. Yeah. And you're always like, is that Eric Clapton? And you're mm-hmm. like, it is Eric Clapton. And I absolutely love him in that episode of The Simpsons where Homer goes to rock camp. 
Oh my god, he is so funny in that, especially when he gets pushed to the side and his yeah. glasses and his hat come off. Oh no, my image! <laughs> oh, I remember He's that. He's so funny in that episode. But I think just having him as this, like, yeah. I mean, wants to play bass. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> loves the bass. <laughs> okay, well, Hass is on board with Eric Clapton. Uh, yeah, Eric cool with it, too. Yeah. But, yeah, because... Yeah. I want to do a mixture of because he's singing a whole bunch of different songs, yeah. right? So do a mixture of various errors, and then just have him in there. Mm-hmm. Who'd you have? Um, I kind of went with a singer, but more an actor singer instead of a singer actor. If you say Jack Black, I'll throw something at you. I went with Jack Black. <laughs> did you really? I did totally. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm getting dangerously close to not being able to use him anymore as well. I'm leaving. Um, but he's the holdover from my. You moved my, the whole table. My metal, my metal idea. Um, I think he would be perfect for this. If if I had done the metal version of this film, I think I would have put him as like Schmedrick or something like that. And I would actually would have put Dave Grohl as the butterfly. Um, but just knowing how good Jack Black is at doing those random things and the singing and all that stuff, I would love him as the butterfly. Mostly because I thought this butterfly was super, super annoying. It is. And, it is. um, cause he... You're not supposed to get a straight out answer out of him. That's uh, No, I, I get that. But, like, he could be more comical than annoying. And I think Jack Black can definitely cross that line. So, Mr. Mm-hmm. Jack Black. It's your fault for picking him too much. Yeah. You've picked him, like, four times That's now. what I mean. Like, I think, I think I'm at the end of my rope for Jack Black. Okay. Yeah. So. so now we go back to starting over so we can use Jack Black starting next week? Yes. <laughs> no. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. So I picked Lin-Manuel Miranda. Nice. Because I think he could rewrite some, write his own songs mm. and he can rap. Why don't you get him to do the music for the movie? Well, sure. He can do the music for, <laughs> throughout the whole good. movie if he wants to do that. But yeah, I thought of him for the butterfly right away just for that. And he can update it and... I want it, like, not comical, but a little bit more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. So are you choosing this because of his Dark Materials or because of Hamilton? Hamilton, absolutely. <laughs> I do have to say, I do have two people from his Dark Materials in this movie. Because yeah. you've recently watched it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my, my butterfly. Well, good. Okay, next with The Skull. Yep. <laughs> uh, played by uh, Renee... Obergonus, Obergonus. Was there anything in the flask that what? he when he starts drinking the wine? No, he just tricks him. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Absolutely. thank you. I didn't know if that was just an animation error. No, or he was totally. Like... No, he they just totally just trick yes. him. Yeah. He yeah, talks okay. a lot more in the book, but so Renee, I can't say his last name, is a very very prolific voice actor. Also, I know him as Odo from Deep Space Nine, which I as much as I didn't hmm. like Deep Space Nine as a show, I always liked Odo as a character. So was he an avatar as well? Yeah, that's what I said. He's a very prolific voice actor. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, I'm up. Yep. <laughs> the skull. So I went with Clancy Brown. <laughs> nice. See, I don't think I can use Clancy anymore. I think I'm not. Yeah. My for I have not used Clancy Brown. So. <laughs> that's a good one. I yeah. like it. Yeah, he's got that amazing voice, and he does voice work more now. Yeah. But he could totally just have a run with the skull. I mean, it's only like one scene, really. Yeah. But, yeah, just play it off. Drunken Skull. It's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. um, 
I did kind of a similar thing, picking an actor who has been doing a lot of voice work lately. I picked Alan Tudyk. Hi. I can't choose him anymore. <laughs> um, hey, guys. Just because of that. Like, it's a very short role, but, like, you could totally bring... King Candy? You can bring a lot of um, King personality Candy. to it. Not that uh, Renee didn't. Mm-hmm. I thought he did a very good job, but I think you need to bring... Because of, of the brevity of the role, hmm. you have to bring a lot of personality to it to actually make people remember. Right? So... So yeah, I know I know this is a weird choice that I picked the skull, but it was one of my favorite parts in the movie. Okay. Just because it was kind of comical and how funny he is and how angry he gets in the end. I almost picked Alan Arkin. But he's <laughs> <laughs> just as like a quick cameo. But I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> okay, I really struggled with this part, but you did. I was I wasn't sure if I wanted to go someone who could be scary or more with a laugh. So we weren't the the laugh. So I picked Ron Funches. Because he's got a magnificent laugh. Ron Funches is amazing. And I'm pretty sure he can he could sound scary if he wanted to, especially with voice acting. And he does quite a bit of voice yeah, acting. Yeah, he's so. great. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see the Harley Quinn animated show? Oh, he's great in that. King Shark, right? He's King Shark. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he is so funny as King Shark. <laughs> I love Ron Funches. <laughs> okay. Uh, next, Captain Cully. The apparently original Robin Hood, which I didn't know. Yeah, and they're they're not even that good. Like in the book, they they technically steal from people who are just a little bit better off than them. Like these these guys aren't good. Yeah, they're scum. Um, played by Keenan Wynn. He also who also did the voice of the harpy apparently. So the screeching. Yeah. No, the harpy talks. Remember, when she's escaping, she's angry and she talks and she talks to the unicorn. Did you fall asleep through that part? Probably. <laughs> All I remember about the harpy is the harpy had really big boobs for some reason. Yes. That's kind of what harpies look like. So? It's a kid's cartoon. Take the boobs out. Yeah, but they don't... <laughs> Rankin Bass Apparently just want... they like Rankin boobs. Rankin Bass just wanted to draw boobs. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Why not? This was the one that I actually forgot to cast. Oh. But I picked somebody. Russell Crowe. No. Um, I didn't pick anyone. You guys might not know him, or you might. I don't know. Have you watched Umbrella Academy season two yet? No. No, sorry. Okay. No, you don't. We're going to get um, there. I went with Chris Holden Reed. Is he anything you else? Ex- you have to explain it. Okay, so he's in. I don't know if you ever watched the. H- or not HBO. What was it? Showcase. Um, Lost Girl? No. 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 Well, you guys don't know who he is then. He's in season two of the I Umbrella feel like Academy. That's a girl show. One of the Swedes. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. It's got a lot of sex in is it. Is he a tall, oh, blonde guy? He's normally a tall, blonde guy, yes. So was he in on the latest Underworld movie? Probably. And I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull him up. Um, but he played Dyson in Lost Girl. He's been in... Oh, he was he a is. vacuum? Yes. He played Quint in Underworld. Um, okay, so yeah. I, I know yes. him from Underworld, that terrible movie. That's what he looks like. Okay. Yeah, that was just the guy I was thinking. So, he can just play this in the woods kind of captain of this gang. That's who I'm going with. Yep. Who does Hassa have? I'm done talking. Connie Nielsen, uh, who was the leader of the Amazons in the um, Wonder Woman movies. She's Wonder Woman's mom. Mom. Quote unquote mom. She, I just thought she did such a good job in those films, and 
as this leader of a group. Okay. As a right, and so I think she's she's done. I know she's done other movies, and I am completely blanking on what she's done else. But I know you guys have a touchdown for uh, Wonder Woman, so Wonder Woman. And yeah, she she's a great queen of the Amazons in those movies. So Hippolyta. Hippolyta, yeah. Hippolyta. Hippolyta. Yeah. Hippolyta, Wonder whatever. Woman. Yeah. Who do you have? Okay, so this is where I put uh, Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. I said it right that time, right? I don't know. You could say it wrong. I don't know. I could be saying it wrong. It could be Branagh. Because when he directs his movies, he tends to be in them. So I thought, nah, that'd be a good part for him, right? He was also in Dunkirk. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. He was in that. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. We should, a, we should rewatch that movie. And he's a good actor and he's a good director. Yeah. Not the, you know, the best on the planet, but he's good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's where I put him. Sounds good. Um, next, Mummy Fortuna. Played by Angela Lansbury, who has got to be in her 90s by now. Still alive, though, isn't no, she? No, I know. Um, Still kicking. Yeah. She used to live in the the murder capital of the world. Okay. Winnipeg? <laughs> no, um, the show she had, Murder, She Wrote. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, that... Uh, Whatever cove, whatever town she lived in in that show, because all the murders took place in that tiny little town. If you actually did the math, that tiny town has got a huge murder rate per capita. <laughs> like everyone's a murderer in that town. <laughs> yeah. So, but she's also been in unbelievably tons of movies that mm -hmm. people have, you know, people love as kid not kids. Yep. Um, I see Anastasia on there. Anastasia, I just she was in that recently. You did? Not that long ago. She was Mrs. Potts in the Beauty Why? and the Beast. Hmm. Uh, Bed knobs and Broomsticks, which movie, is a great what? kids movie along the lines of Mary Poppins. Um, so yeah. Chris? I'm up. Yep. <laughs> so I wanted somebody that could totally pull off the evil ishness the older lady sorceress by the way angela lansbury is 95 whoa still kicking her <laughs> and betty white she's holding in there betty <laughs> um i want angelica houston okay yeah yeah that's cool yeah it's a good choice we've I haven't seen her in a lot of things recently. I know she still does a lot of stuff. She was a lot in of things John Wick 3. Yeah. was John Wick 3. Yeah. Which kind of... She can definitely play an evil woman. That's for sure. Yes. So Which is... That's yes. where I was actually thinking with it. So. Or Ever After. I love that movie too. So, I know. I think having, having her there, small enough role. It's not a big one. So, I think having that kind of role. But, like, does the character just give up and die like is that the whole kind of she was... kind of always knew the harpy was gonna get her it's a real harpy yeah. that's the thing like a lot of them were fake yeah, things fake that she animals. put spells on in the book too the scariest thing in her uh little carnival was her in a cage like naked and showing like this is you getting old isn't it terrifying and i was like well it's kind of meta <laughs> the <laughs> ravages of age yes. i'm glad they didn't do that yeah <laughs> Yeah. Here's spot. all these magical animals, and the worst thing is getting old. Yep. Wow. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I Hide feel the children. 
This won't happen to you. Why do they keep showing naked old people in horror movies? <laughs> oh, I hate that. <laughs> All right, who'd you have? So, I don't know why on my list... By the had... way, we're not doing that with Angelica Houston. She's not getting naked in a cage. <laughs> um, I, I had my actresses switch for some reason. Um, oh. oh. Um, I picked Melissa McBride for this part. Um, you might know her from The Walking Dead. She was Carol. Okay, that's I, cool. I picked her because of Carol. Okay. I think mm-hmm. she did, like... As much as I fell off on that show, and I've talked about it in this podcast, I don't need to do that. Um, Carol, Daryl, I know they rhyme, um, were like the top parts of that show for me. So I think Coral. No, not Coral. Um, (laughs) um, So I think she did. She would do great as this grizzled woman. Like I know she's not as creepy and old as they show her in the movie Mm -hmm. or in, in the animated version, but. Like, she can be this mean, spirited lady, which I think she did really, really well uh, Mm -hmm. in Walking Dead. Because she wasn't mean, but she was capable of great evil. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. All right. Go ahead. I had Helen Mirren. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) I think I used her like a week or two. No, I used her for Dragon's Lair. I don't know. Hmm. She's done like... she seems to like have fun with like all sorts of stuff. Just seeing what sure. she does, like she was in Red, like she's and... been in the fast last two. Fast yeah, that's and what I mean. Movies. So I'm like, like, I'm like, she would do she's this. She's Jason Statham's have... mom. Yeah, in those so movies. She, I'm like, she yeah. would have fun being Mama Fortuna. Oh yeah, she and would she's have a, a great blast. actress. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, she's just a spectacular actress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's why I picked her. And a sexy older lady. Yeah, I know you're gonna go there. <laughs> You know I say that to bother you, right? <laughs> I like older guys. It's fine. What? You're, like... you'd, you'd kick Helen Mirren out of bed? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and probably bruise a hip. <laughs> Who, me or her? <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, next on our list is Prince Lear. Um, kind of played by Jeff Bridges. Kind of. <laughs> he didn't really do a good job. He phoned it in. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So he's probably like, "You want me to do what?" Yeah. Because this was around the time he did Tron, right? Tron was '84. Yeah. He probably would have done this. Well, he probably recorded this earlier and then moved on to Tron. Yeah. So well, he he's was kind of a hippie. Like it's a hippie movie. Okay. Okay. I'll do it. Yeah. But the thing is, I don't. He wasn't a hippie then. Oh. He kind of more became a hippie later in life oh, with okay. movies like The Big Lebowski. Okay. <laughs> and then he was knocking on the sky. Yeah. That was the second one? That was the second trial. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. So this, I like that movie. This was 82, right? And do, they're doing a third Oh, no, Tron was in 82. Oh, so this probably, yeah. Same yeah. time. So. Yeah. So. Right. Anyway. Chris, who did you have? Oh, I forgot he was in that. <laughs> I forgot he was in that really terrible remake of King Kong from okay. the 70s. Yes, yes he was. Oh. Um, I went with Michael B. Jordan. Okay, cool. Bring some diversity to this cast, sorry. Don't worry. It's, it's empty. empty. It's okay. Is it because the, the fan was blowing it around <laughs> again? was pushing it up. Um, but yeah. I lost my train of thought now. Michael he, B. Jordan. He's Michael a good B. actor. He's, He's a great. good actor. Yeah. Um, He's a phenomenal actor. He did yeah. great in Black Panther. Right? Yes. Yes. Wow. He I, could come off as heroic. He could be, yeah. And He's I, been heroic before. Yeah. You know, he, was Johnny, fan... he was Johnny Storm in <laughs> Fanforstic. Oh, okay. Good old Fanforstic. Fanforstic. Yeah. Don't forget the four was in the middle of no, that word. No, I know, I know. <laughs> but, like, 
yeah, you just he doesn't have to be necessarily super heroic. I just the whole idea at the beginning too, where he goes, "I killed everything for this lady," and she isn't impressed. I'm like, dude. You're slaying all these things. You're slaying these <laughs> mythical creatures. Yeah. She happens to, to be, be one. one. Yeah. <laughs> so, He's not the smartest. Yeah. But yeah, like I like the idea of him just being, as you said, almost super infatuated with yeah, her because what of happens. what's happening. And But yeah, Michael B. Jordan. I also went with some diversity. Nice. Um, I went with David Oyelio. Mm-hmm. Um, he was great playing uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and Selma. But my touchstone for him is um, as um, uh, Star Wars Rebels. He played, I can't remember the name of his character, but he was a bad guy that turned into a good guy. He mm. was the guy chasing them for most of the series. But yeah, mm. really good actor. Doesn't, he's been in a lot of things, but like doesn't really do a lot recently for some reason. I don't mm. know why he, because he was phenomenal. So keep him working. All right, I kind of went in the same direction. Nice. <laughs> so I with Elliot Knight. I only know him from The Color of Space. Okay. Do you remember? Oh, the, was was he the the guy who was like checking the water and stuff? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Who the only survivor? Yeah. God, that movie was weird. Like. Is a Nicholas Cage horror movie yeah. based on like L- uh, H.P. Really Lovecraft stuff? Yeah. Super weird. It, yeah, it makes you feel uncomfortable. But yeah, I don't know. I thought he was kind of cute. And uh, what? You want your prince to be cute? And um. <laughs> He was kind of heroic in this. He was trying to help them. He just couldn't help them because they were losing their minds. Yeah, they they had already they lost yeah. it too much. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he's good. He's a good actor from that movie I saw him in. But yeah. good movie though. I really enjoyed that movie. As creepy and weird as it you, was. It's one of those ones like you can watch it, never watch it again. Yep. yep. Like Hereditary. Oh, that was even worse. Let's not talk about I it. I haven't watched either. <laughs> don't don't. You're not a horror movie guy though. Nope. So. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, there. On yeah, what? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Who am I going ahead on? Um, next is King Haggard. Yeah, Christopher Lee. Played by the Chris incomparable, Rowe. the late Christopher Lee. Mm-hmm. May he rest in peace. Again, I think we said this earlier. We would totally watch a movie on this dude's life. Yeah. <laughs> this dude had an this amazing, guy's amazing life. And he's amazing. So, I think. I don't know if we talked about it before. My favorite story of his is on the set of uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where Peter Jackson's like. Yeah, so when you get stabbed in the back, this is the noise you're going to make. And he's like, that's not the noise you make when you get stabbed in the back. He's like, I, I, I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, you just you, play it how you, you want, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I also love the story of when, because he was the only one to ever have met, met Tolkien. Tolkien. Oh, that's cool. Right. So he, when he was cast as Saruman and Ian McKellen was cast as Gandalf. He went mm-hmm. up to Ian McKellen and was like, congratulations on getting Gandalf. He's like, it's sort of role I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, thanks. And he thinks, and he goes, by the way, Tolkien wanted me to play Gandalf. And then he kind of <laughs> walked away. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, oh man. <laughs> but to be fair, Christopher Lee comes off as, he's a good creepy but guy. But sort of, the thing is, so does Gandalf. When you mm-hmm. read the books, Gandalf yeah. isn't as happy and joyous yeah. as Ian McKellen played him off. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I just thought that's just such a like a ballsy move to do. It's just like screw you. <laughs> Christopher yeah, Lee has Christopher some balls. Lee. Yeah. yeah, he also played Dracula more times than anybody else. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I knew that. Anyway, who is your King Haggard? King Haggard is it Robbie Coltrane? Because it sounds like Hagrid. Yeah, he said that while watching the movie. <laughs> thanks for that hey if it was animated he'd actually do a really good job of king Uh, he would (laughs) yes no i went with uh clark peters 
cool. You should know, know who he is. I do? Oh, is he from? You should know who he is. He's both in John Wick and his Dark Materials. Was he? Okay, who did he play? Uh, he was the master oh, of the college. Okay. And he was okay. Harry in John Wick. I've seen the John Wick that, as well. You know that, right? I do not remember him in John Wick. He's the one that uh, holds the girl for him. The assassin. He's, oh, really? That's the same character? Yeah. Or the same actor? But yeah, oh, wow. so he plays the master of the college in, uh, of Jordan College in his Dark Material. And he, he's got that great way of speaking. Like, he can do that kind of, like, really depressed mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> look. And he, he did really well in his Dark Material. So, I say you age him up even more because Hagrid looked... Yeah, he's Hagrid. super For super game's sake, that's what he looks like. Yeah. And then you just, yeah, have him play this really just down, depressed, but almost obsessed, right? Because he's obsessed with the unicorns. Yes, he is. And the narwhals. Okay, did the unicorns become narwhals, or no, were they, they just were in the waves? No, they were just there. They were just there. Okay. Yeah. See, I think if they were, because they mentioned them in the song, they I should have they... at least had them swimming around the castle. I I thought they were pushed into the sea and then they became narwhals, but they couldn't leave. Yeah. That's literally how I thought this movie was going. No. Because so. there's there's that that shot when she's fighting the red bull mm-hmm. and she's pushing him towards the ocean and just shows the ocean for like twenty seconds and you're like. Yeah. What what what's the there? The unicorns are there. They you, are there they, in the waves. They are very subtle. <laughs> they are yes. very subtle to begin with, but yeah. then the the more the, waves, yeah. the more you see them. Yeah. So, who's your king? Um, I went with Forrest Whitaker. Mm. Oh. Because Rogue he, One. Yeah, because of stuff like that, where he can be this creepy old guy, right? Where he's this super intense and like, like yeah, I just. Because Christopher Lee put so much intensity and depression into this, I needed someone who could do that. And I think Forrest Whitaker can definitely do that because mm-hmm. of his role as Rogue One and The Last King of Scotland where he played India Amin, Edia Amin mm-hmm. that dictator from Uganda. I think so. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Who's your... I went with Ian McKellen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Tolkien wanted me to do this. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, like, how do you get to replace Christopher Lee? I'm like... You get Gandalf. (laughs) Yeah, you get Gandalf. (laughs) You get another old guy. (laughs) Yeah, they kind of went in that direction. But Ian McKellen's great. He's amazing. And I think he could... I think he could be the sad, depressed, kind of spooky-ish kind of character, right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You should see apt pupil. Freaky in that movie. Yeah. Hmm. He plays a Nazi hiding out in America. That sounds creepy. It was really creepy. Stephen King book. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay, next on our list is Molly Grew. Yep. Originally played by Tammy Grimes. Who do you have, Chris? I'm going to butcher this name. Probably. Again, I went with... Um, you said you changed her a bit, Diversity. Right? Okay. That too. Just... I, I didn't know how old she was supposed she's to be. She's supposed to be our age, basically, but looks. But she's she seen some old, years. and then she was kind of yeah, and then yeah. Schmendrick and them like Schmendrick looks young, but he's, but he's super, super old. old yeah. So I don't know. Anyways, um, I don't know how to say this name properly. Just try. Piranka Chopra Chopra. What's she been in? She was a. She played Victoria in Baywatch. You know who that is? And she plays Alex in Quantico. The TV show. So you went with an amazingly attractive lady. Yes, I did. <laughs> She's very attractive. 
<laughs> but that kind of makes sense then, because but, in the book, she does start to look younger. Yeah. So you'd make her look really... She and you start her off rough. looking really rough. And, and she, she was really good in Quantico, and, and that's kind of nobody was good in Baywatch. <laughs> Baywatch was one of those really stupid movies yeah. that, that was movie like, The Rock's in it. That movie, and Zac Efron. And Zac Efron. Yeah, that movie should never have been made. No. That was terrible. It was terrible. I'm pretty sure was you the just TV watched... show good? I'm pretty sure Baywatch just exists for horny guys like Chris. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yes, in Quantico, she does amazing job. Yeah. So I think she can pull off this acting chops of going from the... I don't know. What is she with the captain? Like, what is she there? Is she just with them? I assume she was just like their she, cook. She's I with the captain. They like, were, she's like, yeah, kind of like, they're, they're like supposed to kind of be like a couple. I thought they were a couple. Mm. Yeah. I didn't catch that at all. I guess, but, I guess it's more in the book, but yeah. But then, yeah. So I, I just, she was just part you have of this kind of gritty down to earth. And then, as you say, they go on. She gets better looking. Yeah, well, Sorry, she, that sounds well, horrible. The thing is, she was a maiden, but there was no yeah. unicorns to like she wanted to see her unicorn she never did mm-hmm. so she became depressed and mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, I did enjoy that exchange when she first meets her she first meets the unicorn and gets yeah. super mad at her mm-hmm. yeah right it wasn't know. her fault yeah you come this late in my life yeah okay um i went with emily mortimer i knew that is yeah yeah um very very good actress um i just recently started watching the newsroom and she's in that she plays the producer in that. She's everybody in that show is phenomenal. Um, so far, I've only seen one episode. Um, but no, she's been in so many different things that we've seen. She's been this um, character actress for for a very long time. Has this mm-hmm. great Scottish accent. Um, so yeah, cool. she's good. All right. Do you know who that is? I've heard you, of her. Wasn't she? Wasn't I, she in Owls Moving Castle? I don't remember. Oh, she's she one of the been. voices. Yeah. Or you mistook her for a voice that you thought she was. Possible. I can't remember. There's a, there's, there's a couple of those Scottish ladies <laughs> that I mistake their voices all the time. Okay, so I went with Rachel Weiss. For the reason because she's... You both went with amazingly attractive women. That's <laughs> kind of the point. So she's Not that Emily Mortimer is unattractive, but like... <laughs> Rachel Weiss is an older attractive woman, yeah. but that's kind of why, because she's supposed to yeah. have seen some rough years, so I wanted her to look... Well, she looks middle-aged, honestly. She, she looks does. great. Yeah, she's but amazing. You're, I'm definitely still wanting to look rough around the ages, but same thing as she goes on this journey, she starts to feel young again, basically. Look younger, feel younger. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And she's an amazing actress as well. She is too. Yeah. Okay. Next is our Schmedrick. 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 Played by a constant on our podcast mr alan arkin i wonder if he was in a onesie when he did this <laughs> he was probably not it's pretty young though <laughs> could have been some pajamas again if you didn't know alan arkin was in this movie no i would not have thought that would was you alan have arkin. thought that was him no it doesn't sound there's like a him. few lines in there where you like when you hear the alan arkin but you have to mm-hmm. be here you yeah. have to know to be here exactly like, mm-hmm. trying to listen for that you would pr- if you knew alan arkin and you saw this movie without knowing that was Alan Arkin, you'd be like, why do I recognize this voice? Mm-hmm. Like, why is this voice so familiar? And again, I honestly thought this was Jeff Bridges at first. <laughs> and I'm like, he's doing a weird accent because it almost sounds kind of like him. And I'm like, and then Jeff Bridges shows up. And you're like, so if that's Jeff Bridges, who's that? And then you look up, it's Alan Arkin. So, who is your Schmedrick? 
I went with Andrew Garfield. Okay. Nice. Primarily because of the way he portrayed Spider-Man. Yeah. Mm. Spider-Man or Peter Parker? No. Well, Spider-Man. The way he was kind of that cocky. Okay. Right? Because he's kind of like, I'm a magician, but he's, I'm not really. He definitely builds himself up more than he needs. Yeah. It actually is because he's trying to make himself look good. Yeah. So I wanted somebody that was going to do that. Right? Yeah. Like, just be like, the I'm an amazing magician. And then you have the downfalls. of. Mm-hmm. Though he technically is. He just doesn't have the he courage, changed a unicorn to a human yeah right? so andrew garfield nice yeah i want that snappiness and the. it's funny because i was gonna pick um tom holland to begin with yeah <laughs> but i changed he my would mind. be a better leader yeah i changed yeah. my mind i went with someone else i actually had my surrender picked right away but you go he went with toby mcguire um <laughs> That'd I, be so I, weird. I went with robert sheehan from umbrella academy Mm. Which one's um, that one? He's the drug addict. He's oh, close. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I did it because of that. I wanted Schmendrick to be this bumbling buffoon who actually knows what he's doing half the time. Right? And I think that mm-hmm. that character, Klaus, Klaus. Um, did that. Like, when he was before he, he traveled through time in season one, and then when he came back, like, he was that, like... Didn't know what was going on and then came back. Don't, got, don't ruin season two. You gotta two. watch season We're two. We're going to. So... He, um, he's phenomenal still yeah, in it. Yeah, so I, I wanted that, and I think he did such a good job being this character that had, who presented this, I have everything together, and then totally did not. Like, 100% did not, right? So, yeah. Okay. Did you go with who I suggested? What? Because he's supposed to be like this ancient creature who is super young. Remember we were watching the movie and you told me that? Yes. Okay, who'd you pick? Okay, no, I don't remember who you recommended. Though. Matt Smith. Oh right, that's right. <laughs> David Tennant. Yeah. Well, no, because because yeah. she said Schmendrick was supposed to be super old mm-hmm. but young looking, yeah. and Matt, Matt Smith was so good at that when he played the Doctor because he you always yeah. had this young looking face and these old looking eyes. Yeah. yeah. Right. He was so no. good at being able to do that. No, I didn't. Okay, okay. so I went with a. Uh, I'm gonna say his name wrong. <gasps> Hassan Minaj. Hassan Minaj. Thank you. Yeah. So. From Patriot Act. Yes, from Patriot Act. But uh, he's he's been he was in a remember the the spy who dumped me. So yeah, he can yeah. definitely act. And because Sven, yeah, like up. the way he acts on the Patriot Act, kind of like youngish and jumping and stuff yeah, like is, that. And I just I think he's younger than us. No, he's thirty five. Oh really? Yes. Oh, he's younger than no. He's, he's the same age as you. Damn it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so just the way he acts, and I think he would act as a good Schmedrick in like that way. He's gonna try to act you know cocky and yeah. and then he looks like he's gonna act young but he's supposed to be much older because mm-hmm. it kind of dips in and out of him being really old and then yeah. being really young so and it also kind of makes it more lighthearted that way it does definitely yeah. he is very very funny and yes, very he's very hilarious talented. all right okay uh, our unicorn our video. unicorn lady elf did we not cast the cat no. no, I didn't. Did you cast the cat? I casted the cat, but I no, decided don't. not to. Oh, I thought that was in your list, though. No, it was not on her what list. What is with you? I don't know. Read Why the list. I read the list. Weird. I even talked about this. I'm like, we could, but he has such a small part. Plus, in the book, no, he's not sorry. a pirate. <laughs> ah, he's fine. He was a cat. Did who'd you cast then? No, I didn't. Who'd matter. you cast nope. the cat? Keep going. No. Nope. nope. I'll find the voice of the cat. You said. No. Nope. The cat was voiced by Paul. F- freeze and you say you don't like cats who was your cat i went with gary lewis by the way who's gary lewis well he was the other guy from his dark material he played uh thorold 
the assistant to James McAvoy's character. Oh, okay. So he has a really thick Scottish accent. He's also in Billy Elliot. Yes, he okay. plays Billy Elliot's and dad. I really wanted a really thick Scottish accent cat. <laughs> did, so, you, did you enjoy it because it was a pirate cat? It was a pirate cat. It was amazing. Do you like pirates? <laughs> and he had a pirate patch on, but... I know. He didn't. And a club foot and an earring. But he actually had the eye underneath. Yes. Okay, He's, that was my cat. He had just a small part. There's also, like, the men in arms are in the book, too, but that cat has such a small part. So I know the butterfly. I know. And the butterfly. I know. <laughs> I had to cut some people. Anyways. Okay. okay. On to the unicorn. Yes. Mia Farrow. Lady Elf Malthia. Yes. Does anybody know who Mia Farrow is? Yes, I do. Her name is recognizable, but I don't really think I could. She's married pull. to, or was married to, had a kid with, wasn't it? Isn't. Um, Frank Sinatra yeah. Jr. is her. her yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she I was thought. married to Frank Sinatra, and, and that's Frank her Sinatra kid, Jr. Isn't is her kid. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Um, most people would know her as Rosemary Woodhouse from Rosemary's Baby. Oh. That was her big thing, oh. her big role. Um, she had to do other things, but that was the one kind of role that made her a superstar. Okay. Because one, one of those, one of those creepy movies. I thought she had passed movies. away, but she's still alive, isn't she? No, she's still alive. Yeah, I thought she passed away. Hmm. I don't know why. She's uh, getting there, though. Yeah. She's in a couple of Woody Allen films. Ooh. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. All right. Uh, her, I don't know. I didn't think she was a great choice for the unicorn. What was your thoughts on this? Because like, well, you know, I love this growing up, so, and I still love it. Hmm. So, but that's a lot of nostalgia with me. That's the thing. Yeah. But yeah, she's kind of whiny and wimpy when mm -hmm. she actually became. Well, when she became human, when she's unicorn, she was kind of like, mm -hmm. what? Um, whatever. I need to find other unicorns. Chris. <sighs> to ruin the last name i went with elizabeth debecky debecky okay you would know her she played okay. you would know her from this thing and you would know her from this thing because uh, might know her as jordan in the great gatsby or aisha in uh, gardens of the galaxy 2 she was the golden queen yeah. oh I know, I know okay who you're talking about. Yeah. yes so she's quite a tall lady I think she's like six. She looks very elegant. Mm -hmm. She's got that kind of yeah. look to her. And that's what I wanted. Because I went for more of what she's going to look like as a human than I went. Because she's probably just going to be a CG horse. Probably. You, you kind of got to do that. Because I know they've done unicorns in the past. But, but whenever, she's talking. But not only that, but whenever a unicorn runs, you always see the horn bouncing. <laughs> but it would be part yeah. of the skull if it was a real horse. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. really make sense. Yeah. It's a narwhal. Land narwhal. So, <laughs> again, yes. CG horse. You'd have to. Unicorn. Um, and they just have the voice. But then, yeah, it was more of the once she goes human, what do you look like? What does she That's look like? That's a good like? choice. And yeah. So, weird tangent about unicorns. What? Sea narwhals. Um, no, land narwhals. No, that's what they became. Other than, they became other, narwhals. Other than narwhals, no land mammal has a horn that comes out of the middle of their forehead. No. Nope. So... How different would unicorns be if they had like a rhino horn? Whoa, that'd be weird. <laughs> but like, would they wouldn't look anywhere near as elegant? It would no. just be this weird horn coming out of their nose. What if it was like a cow, but it only came out of like one side? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the special one. Cow that's corn. the special unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> okay, who'd you have? Um, I don't know if you like this or not. I had Anne Hathaway. Boo. <laughs> I'm um, joking. Because of, of no, how good 
of an actress she is, I want the human version to be able to portray all of the stuff I didn't get out of Mia Farrow's performance okay. mm-hmm. of the going insane of the things. And Anne Hathaway is this elegant human, right? Mm-hmm. She does a lot of those roles where she plays high society people, where she, um, she can be this very, very elegant and, you know, um, I was going to say uptight, but that's not the thing. Like upper crust type of person. Upper class. Mm-hmm. Upper class. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You had it with the upper, just yeah. not the crust. Upper crust works. <laughs> sure. Have you never heard that? Yes. Okay. Um, so, yeah. And I really do like Anne Hathaway. I think she's done a lot mm-hmm. of stupid comedies recently, which doesn't help her career. Um, I can't think of anything recently that I've really seen her she in, She was in the remake of that um, she was in Michael Caine, like... Steve Martin movie, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, oh, recently no. came out called Hustlers or something like that. Her and Rebel Wilson apparently was like one of the worst movies that year. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think she is a phenomenal actress. Go back to some watching stuff like Brokeback Mountain or Love Another... No, that's a different one. Whatever. She's a great actress. Mm-hmm. Who do you have? Okay. So I went with Madeline Arthur. So she was in The Color of Space. Do you remember the daughter? Yes. So the way she acted super crazy in that. Mm-hmm. So I thought that'd be good. Plus... Like, I always thought, like, she looked very young when she becomes human, and this actress is very young and pretty, so, yeah, and she can act going mad very yeah, well. Yeah, she did a good so. job in that movie. Yeah, and which is funny, because in that movie, everyone's losing their stuff, and she's, like, carved stuff into her skin, and she's doing these chants, but she's actually the most sane in that family, and actually is like, we have to actually leave this place, because no one wants to leave this, like, weird alien-infected place, but yeah. Does Nicolas Cage go full Nicolas Cage? He not goes, the beginning. He's super dad. He goes super so Nicolas Cage in this movie. It's he crazy. does, but he's super. He's like now. super dad at the beginning, but then when to things the start point happen, where parts of it actually, yeah. he goes Donald Trump for a bit too. Yeah, and <laughs> it's just so weird. It's so weird. It's not that scary. You could probably actually watch it. It's interesting. It's just it's just creepy and interesting. It's weird. Yeah. Well, it's HP Lovecraft. Yeah, right. Yeah. So. so that's who I went with. Cool. That's our... That's our cast. Where can people find us? They can find us on Facebook at Recasted and um, Twitter at Recasted Pod. We are on Spotify, iTunes. We are now on Google, right? Google Podcasts. Google, Google Podcasts, and we should be on Amazon. Yeah. So we are currently switching over podcasting hosts. Um, so you might have to relook for us. It's kind of a bit of a schmuzzle. But we're on more platforms. Yeah, so we're trying to be nice. on more platforms, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, bear with us. Well, when we do switch over from the old one and you have to get resubscribed to the new one, we will leave a message saying, Hey, we're no longer posting things on this one, but that hasn't happened yet. So yeah. All right. Chris, where could they find you? The Canuck comic guy store on Etsy. Thank you. Yeah, we got there. And Danielle, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram. At uh, Fiona Veer, all lowercase F-I-O-N-V-E-E-R. Yeah. I know. It's a mouthful. It is. But, yeah. Okay. I put uh, baking and stuff on there. Mm. Pictures of our baby. Yeah. Actually, I haven't recently. I got to put a cute picture up soon. Mm-hmm. Assuming yeah. eventually the tattoo will go up then. Yeah. Oh, Your arm. I, I, I yeah. guess I should post it up on there. All right. So what are we doing next week? Uh, next month, 
next month. Because this, this, yes. was, this was it for fantasy. Yes, fantasy is over. Fantasy. Um, we are going to be doing, because you start school in September, and you'll always learn about William Shakespeare in school. So we're going to do a whole month of William Shakespeare adaptations. So literally fantasy to theatrical fantasy. Yeah. Kind of. Only one of the movies we picked is kind of fan- is fantasy. Yes, but he had a bunch that were yes. very fantasy based. Yeah. Um, but do you want to do the outro? I'll do the outro. Well, from all of us here at Recasted, go watch Much Ado About Nothing, the Kenneth Branagh version. <laughs>